Welcome to a new episode of Stillness in the Storms, the podcast that helps you to find that inner peace when you need it most and you have it least. I'm Stephen Webb, your host, and today I'm talking about those feelings of depression and what we can do with them, how we can turn them around, and how just five-minute meditation twice a day can have a real profound effect on your life. And it doesn't have to be complicated. It really can be quite simple. And at the end of this podcast, I will share with you a five-minute meditation that I have recorded specially for this task. So you'll get to download that at the end of this podcast. And just before I start talking about it, I want to just point out that what I'm talking about when I say depression, clinical depression, and if you've been diagnosed with clinical depression and you've seen the doctor about it, and, and I don't mean diagnosed yourself, I mean you've gone and got help and... They've said you have clinical depression and you're under professional help for that. This may not be for you. I'm talking about more that when we're feeling fed up, when we have times in our life where things just aren't going to plan. I always feel depression is more like you're standing in the road and you get run over and you stand up, you dust yourself off and you get run over again. And you don't know where to turn, you don't know what to do, and you don't know how to get out of this hole that you're in. That's what I'm talking about. A feeling of really fed up. I want to start the story about a friend of mine on the spinal unit. He broke his neck shortly after I did. And he was on the other ward. The ward was split up into two wards. There was the Avon ward and the Tamar ward. I was on the Avon ward with several other patients. And he was on the other one. And I got to know him a little bit. He was about the same age as me. He was a real happy-go-lucky person. And he gave me my first taste of getting really high. I remember we went down to the greenhouse one day, and I don't know if, you, I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's like some bottle, and it's called a bong or something like that. I wasn't really into that kind of thing, but we did it in the greenhouse, on, in the hospital. <laughs> And I can remember for the next few hours, all of my life was just in a weird time loop. I remember going into the lift and then coming out of the lift and I thought I'd been in the lift about four hours. Meanwhile, I thought I was only in there like just a few seconds. So yeah, that was all weird. He gave me that weird experience in life. Uh, I'm glad he did. It was, it was an eye-opener. And it probably stopped me doing a lot more of that later on because it freaked me out to be quite honest. But the funny thing is, he was always quite happy. He was always quite positive and enjoyed life. But he used to talk about the past a lot. He used to talk about the way things used to be, meaning in his life. He broke his neck the same as me. He was, his arms were paralyzed. He could have slightly more movement in his arms, which meant he could push his chair easier than what I could. And he used to be able to push it around the spine unit a lot quicker than me. But he did not have his hands. And he found life very difficult, just like I do. But he would talk about constantly about what he used to do with his mates and all before breaking his neck. And his mates used to come around, they used to take him out and all that. But it was never the same, he would say. And he would talk about all the things he couldn't do. And that was his main focus on... He just wasn't happy with the way things were. And, you know, that's understandable. You're able-bodied and suddenly you break your neck or you break your back. 
and you're paralyzed. You can't do anything. Your life is totally changed. Not only that, you're in the prime of your, I was going to say mating season, I guess, really, yeah. You're in the prime of your um, courting and getting on with life and leaving college and getting drunk and doing all those things. And then you're struck down with breaking your neck and you're in hospital for 12 months. Shortly after I came home, after a couple of years, I heard that he took his life. He went out with his friends one night and they gave him a huge cocktail of drugs and they took him home and they put him to bed. Now then, I, I don't have first-hand experience of the story, but that sounds about right and I have no reason to question it. And I guess really, on the outside, he was really happy. Go lucky. He seemed to have it all together. He was at the gym every day on the spiny unit. Everything looked like on the outside that he was ready for life. Always had a joke. He always had a smile and laugh on his face. I don't think I ever seen him without it. But the conversation was always in the past and he was joking about the past and joking about what he couldn't do. So I guess there was something deep down that he couldn't deal with. And he wasn't accepting. He wasn't letting things be what they were. And I cannot speak for him, but as a guess, he found it very hard to deal with, very hard to cope with, and come to that decision. On the flip side, there's me. Um, did I talk about the past quite a bit? I don't know. But I was looking forward to the future. I, I wanted to get out of the hospital. I wanted to see what I could do with my life. Did I want a life paralyzed? No, of course I didn't. Do I enjoy dropping things and not being able to pick them up? No. Do I enjoy carers not being able to make me toast properly? Hell no. Drives me insane. Do you know how many different ways of making toast there is? Yeah. There's more ways of making toast than there is atoms in the universe. Really, believe me, trust me on that one. <laughs> but I don't focus on the bad things. I don't focus on what's wrong in life. But sometimes I do go there. And when I lost my business and I lost the computer shop, I did get really depressed. I stopped eating. I went down to very, you know, I was under eight stone. I'm six foot tall, under eight stone. You could see every rib on me. I was telling people in the evening that I ate lunch. I was telling people at lunchtime that I ate in the morning and the evening, so nobody knew I wasn't eating. And when I was given a plate of food, I would feed it to my golden retriever dog. I just couldn't face food. I couldn't face, I didn't want to face life. But I was that down and fed up that I didn't have the will to go and do anything about it either. And that lasted for about seven or eight months. And during that time, I did take antidepressants prescribed by the doctor and I do think they help as long as they're subscribed properly and we take the right dose and we continue them until we're ready to come off them I believe there is a place for that kind of help just to just to take the edge off it so we can think a little more clearly you know sometimes we get our glasses so full of the muddy water that we're not able to think clearly and sometimes just lifting us out of that lowest level of feeling gives us the ability to carry on climbing. So they have their part when we're feeling really fed up. But 
the depression that I'm talking about is more so that we don't like life the way it is. We're fed up with things that are happening in the world. It might be in politics, it might be in the social side of things, it could be, we might be fed up with Facebook or fed up with social media. Whatever we're fed up with, we might have a family that is just full of narcissists that just don't listen to us and their opinion is best and we don't feel like we belong most of the time. Whatever the thing is, it's about life right in this present moment is not what we want it to be. And we often talk about and think about the past and the future. We go to this place in the future that we want it to be. Or we go to this place in the past of where we want to be. You know, I just want it to be like it used to be. I just want to find a person like my first love. Or I want to go out on a night out like I did when I was 20. You know, we're wishing for those times now. I wish I was back at school. Not sure I do. I spent most of the time skiving in the toilet, I think. But that's that's a whole different story. <laughs> Sorry, teachers, if you're listening to my podcast. But that's the reality. Nothing about your lessons, just the toilet was more fun. Um why am I even telling you that? It's what it is. Let it go, people. Let it be. And then and then the next time in my life that I really got depressed was when I ended up single. And it wasn't nothing to do with a breakup. It was because I had my whole life mapped out in front of me in my mind. And then I thought, well, that's it. My life's over now. None of that's going to happen. And, I, and then after that, I set goals and I watched all these videos online and listened to podcasts. And they all said, I'll set goals, set a date and you'll hit them. Well, four years later, and I've missed all my goals nearly one after the other. But I learned to accept things. It is what they are, you know. I don't try to change at this present moment. But how do we do that? How do we not change this present moment? Or, more importantly, how do we learn to accept the present moment without trying to drag the past to it or without wishing it was different? Well. Meditation. Meditation and mindfulness. Hear me out on this. You may not meditate. You you may think that you think too much. Therefore, you cannot meditate. And when you sit down to meditate, your thoughts come racing more than before. So it actually has the opposite effect. Although it feels like that, it is kind of like that. But this is exactly why we need to meditate. So how can meditation help you with depression? Or help you with the feelings of being fed up and depressed. Well, it gives you the ability to become aware of your thoughts. And when you become aware of your thoughts, you can do something with them or not. Now then you can have a thought that you're fed up and you're going to go and have a Chinese because it will pick you up. Well, normally you would just go and do it. Well, meditation will give you the ability to go, well, wait a minute. Is that really going to help me? And the other thing is, when we have a thought, perhaps we're going through a breakup or perhaps we've got a boss that's on our back, we have a thought that the boss is deliberately picking on us or our partner's cheating or something like that. Meditation gives us the ability to question it and go, well, is it really true? 
Is it my opinion? Do I, do I have all the facts? And then when we start questioning our thoughts, we can then choose which ones to put weight on or not. It's much like I said in the last podcast about our subconscious mind is like training a puppy. We need to focus on what we want it to think. And your subconscious mind thinks that you just want to keep thinking what you normally think. So it keeps hitting you with that. But what if you can tell it, give it a score. Give it a score, say one to ten. So every thought you have, give it a ten if you like that thought. And give it a one if you don't like that thought. But also add an emotion to it. So if it's a ten, feel really good with the thought. If it's a one, don't feel anything. Not feel negative because the body stores negative thoughts as important. And rightly so. You, you know, you, if something hurts you often enough, you need to remember that. But where meditation comes in, it gives you that ability to be aware of your thoughts and feelings. And we do it by when we sit down to meditate because I'm aware that some of you may meditate a lot. And I'm sure you know exactly what I'm talking about when, you know, you have the subject and the object. The subject is you. The object is your thoughts and feelings. But if you don't meditate and you think you cannot meditate, I want you to just try this. And I want you to be open-minded for just a few weeks. And just do this twice a day for five minutes. Just sit down. Take a few deep breaths. Become aware for the first minute. Just breathe in and breathe out. Become aware that you're breathing in and breathing out. And then after a minute, just go into observation mode. You're just observing. Any thoughts that come up, allow them to come up and go. Any feelings that come up, allow it to come and go. And if you find yourself going with the cloud or with the thought, just bring yourself back and say, I'm on my breath and I'm going to wait for the next one. So if you find yourself getting on the thought, get off the thought and then wait for the next one. Don't get annoyed. Don't, don't get like passive aggressive with it. Oh, yeah, I wish these thoughts wouldn't come along or anything like that. Don't get anything like that. Just be with the thought. Be with whatever arises. And it builds up a neuro network, a neuro path in your mind that brings you back to the present moment. And the way it helps with you in your everyday life when you're not meditating is you have a feeling of being fed up or you're depressed or you have a thought that something's going on or your boss really is picking on you and singling you out you can go ah there's a thought and you can just allow that thought to go and after over a long time your subconscious mind will build up a bank of the kind of thoughts that you want and the kind of thoughts you don't want. Over time, you'll stop having the feeling of depression quite so much. You'll go to more where you want to feel. And it stops you having this anger with the way things are at the moment, the way life is at the moment. I've recorded a five-minute guided meditation to help you with this. And I've put it on my Patreon page for my patron it's only $4 a month to be a patron and you get extra guided meditations and you get extra things that I record and do to help you find a little inner peace. Um, and I appreciate 
the patrons out there and I answer your questions directly in the secret podcast so you don't want to miss out you don't want to miss out on the secret podcast that is all starting next month so until then take care guys head over to my website and there's a link at the top to my patreon site if you want that guided meditation <laughs>